Yes, Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations. Our good friend, Mike Nelson, has been making these incredible Ghostbusters props for a very long time. We've been talking about it for a long time. In fact, if you've been paying attention, you would know that I just got my brand new Proton Pack delivered to me at DragonCon. There's a video up on YouTube. You can see the pictures on Instagram. It is a one of a kind. I'm telling you. This is the best Proton Pack I've ever owned. It's the best Proton Pack I'm ever going to own. And Mike was super cool. He was very communicative. He talked to me. He asked me questions. I personally had the best experience I've ever had getting a prop built for me. Because let's face it, these things are special. There's a lot of detail. We're picky. Us collectors, us movie fans, we want the good stuff. And Carnivorous Creations delivers. Now, not only does Ghostbusters Proton Packs and Proton Pack parts he's getting into ninja turtles weapons coming later this year he's got amazing prop displays custom displays for your prop replicas these things are huge it's hard sometimes you don't know even how to put it on a shelf mike at carnivorous creations is going to help you get your collection where you need it to be so check out carnivoruscreations.com that's carnivorous with a k you can also find them at Carnivorous Creations on Instagram and Facebook. Tell them yes, have some podcasts sent you and get yourself into a brand new Ghostbusters Proton Pack. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Because I need them. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much. It is January 22nd, 2020. I'm in a good mood. Me too. First time ever. First time good mood of the year. Ever in ever in life. Ever in life. First time good mood. And uh, thank you for everybody joining us on the feed. Thank you for everybody joining us on YouTube. And thank you to my co-hosts for joining me, as you always tend to do. Tend to do. do. I, I tend to do this. <laughs> yeah, Abigail Gardner. How are Once you? Once a week. I'm great. Thank you. All right, Jacob Walsh. <laughs> Hold on. I like how you're. <laughs> you ask Ab- Abby how she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> she responds, and your response is all right. <laughs> all right. You don't really care. All right. You don't care. That's your yeah, wife. That's, I've yeah. been talking yeah. to you people that's all your fucking, fucking day. Wife, we, okay, dude. let's get real for yeah. a second. Let's get real. You're my you wife. Like, listen to her and like hey, listen. her feelings. Right, How are you not getting me a tiara? And doing my nails. Hold on. I've talked to you all day. I've talked to Jake 10 times today. And now I'm pretending to welcome you to my world. You're already here. Hello. How's I'm just saying, doing? if you're gonna pretend, make it realistic. Okay? Jake, I would yeah, like put the effort into like pretend to care about how Jake, I'm doing. I want you to yeah. pretend right now <laughs> to tell me how you're doing. <laughs> oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Just oh, hanging good. out, you know, good. just uh, excited to to record for the first time in a week. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've really been slacking. We've only done yeah. one episode a week for four years straight. Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> what's the deal, yo? Um, we only filmed for like four hours or five hours this week together. We did. Oh, we yeah. went down. Let's oh, talk shit. about that real quick. We went down okay. to, uh, uh, in, all, in all seriousness, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining. Um, we, seriously, welcome. Seriously. Now I'm being serious. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We went down to Jake's uh, homestead in Valdosta, Georgia. We did some filming. Uh, had a lot of fun. We're going to have a YouTube video up of Jake's toy collection in his home. Call basically. it what it is. It's YHS Cribs. It's what it is. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We're working on that now. That should be up by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Jake, did you enjoy having us invade your house? Yeah, it was good, man. I was a little nervous because I didn't realize we were going to do any sort of filming in the parts of my house that are not the toy room. Luckily I did have them mostly cleaned anyway, but, uh, it was very fun. Um, I like rearranging my toys when they fall. It was good. Oh yeah. I made some notes. I wanted to do a personal apology to you, Jake. I'm sorry for knocking (laughs) all of your shit over. It was really cool seeing your toy room all done up, and I got so excited that I knocked a few things over a few times, but I guess it wouldn't be me or a YHS event if I didn't do that. It's hard not to dance, but we established the new rules, no dancing in the toy room. No dancing in the toy room. Stay tuned to YouTube to find the actual footage of that. Yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, no, we had a lot of fun, Jake. I loved uh, looking at your collection, looking at all of your toys. I got a lot of uh, inspiration from your toy room because I, I felt – I've been – in my head all week, I've been going, what is different about Jake's toy room that I don't have? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to list out a couple things and I'm going to – I want to hear it, I, yeah. What I'm asking – will you give them to me? That's what I'm asking. Oh, I was going to okay. say Jaws sure. and we'll Godzilla. No, no, uh, Color. You have color. You have the box to the Jurassic Park compound. You have the real Ghostbusters Kenner Proton pack packaging. Bursts of purples and so reds. So you're talking packaging colors specifically. Oh, so that's why that's why you bought those things today, huh? It is. It Which is. Things? <laughs> I uh on Etsy, there are uh high res files of some of the old real Ghostbusters uh marketing material. Okay, yeah, I remember seeing those and, in the group text. Uh, uh, I mean, I've wanted to do that for a while, but going to Jake's really solidified this for me is what I'm saying. It's like a, you know, it's like a, it's just a circle of every time I go to your house and see your toy room, I always kind of get inspired to do something different. Mm -hmm. So you have to make a trip more, you know, both of us were inspired by going to uh, Bobby 80's place. Right, 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 right. And it inspires you to start making a change. But then every time I enter a toy store, that's like, you know, well curated or just, you know, put up very nicely. Anytime I come to your place and you've moved stuff around and I see things that just look good, it makes me want to go home and do the same thing. So I think what you need to be doing is checking out more toy rooms. I think we all need to be doing that. And I think that in the Bible, that's called iron sharpening iron. And I'm not going to talk about the Bible anymore, but it's basically like when you have, it's like when you have, when you're both into the same thing and like you rub off on each other and it makes you sharper. 
You got to like, rub off on each other. Huh? Okay. I want to take all of this back, but I'm not going to because I've already said it on camera. You've said um, too much already. It's, it's that we're all doing the same thing. We make each other better when we see each other's collections. It's inspirational, and that's a good thing. That and, is a good yeah. thing. No, I agree with that. Sorry I brought the Bible up, Jake. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, listen, I agree with it. Just don't ever do it again. Hey, yeah. hey listen. Hold on. Yeah. We have <laughs> listeners across all spectrums and all beliefs. We respect we are, you. We respect all those beliefs, mm-hmm. and we respect rubbing each other or whatever, yeah. whatever you the rubbing about. is what we respect the most. <laughs> okay, cool. So listen, we got a lot to cover tonight. Uh, Jake's got some toy stress he wanted to bring up. I know I picked up some stuff recently that I wanted to kind of do a little show and tell. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. And then later on, we're going to be looking over and reacting to the leaked script for Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars Episode Nine movie mm-hmm. that did not get made. Uh, it eventually became the J.J. Abrams Rise of Skywalker that we've all seen. Uh, but we wanted to uh, get in depth on that and give our, our reactions and kind of talk about whether or not that would have been a better movie, a mm-hmm. worse movie. Do we like what we got? Is there anything in there that would have been cool? Um, yeah. So we're going to get to that here in a little bit. Um, first of all, I wanted to thank Jake. Uh he picked up uh, – he was at a toy store down in uh, Florida recently, uh, and I'm showing this off to the camera or at least trying to. Uh, he picked this up for me. It's something I passed on uh, when we were there, and then Jake went back, and uh, he got it. This is a uh, Kenner Green Ghost Series 2. Uh, this is the more rare version of Slimer with the, uh, the red proton pack. Uh, these were basically uh, mainly available in Canada, and uh, – there's a red proton pack version and a blue proton pack version. I'm not sure which one is more rare, but in general, this figure is kind of hard to come by. And uh, Jake called me and was like, hey, do you want this? If you don't, I'm getting it for myself. And I was like, give me, give me that. I like uh, it. It's great. It's yeah. great. It's something I've needed mm-hmm. for a while. So thank you for uh, very much for picking that up for me a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And when we went down to Valdosta, uh, I, I grabbed it from him. Yeah. So there. It was like a I wanted to trade think, off. I wanted to thank other. Jacob uh, for thinking about me. Yeah, I have something actually um, to thank. If we're doing show and tell to thank Jacob for. <clears throat> you made this really cool snow globe for me, which has Jack Torrance <laughs> from The Shining in it. And then Wendy Torrance on the other side from the movie. And But I don't get it. Like, there's no snow in that movie. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Jake. Um, and You're as welcome. we were just saying, when I went to your house and saw your Stephen King shelf, um, shelves, rather, I was jealous. And <laughs> me too. I want to get some better versions of the books that I have, like that um, Cemetery Dance one that you have. Yeah. And yeah, so you had one of these two, and now I have it on my shelf. So that's cool. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for making yeah. it. I also should tell everybody that I'm reading my first Stephen King book right now for the second time. Yeah, because you keep telling me about it. So <laughs> why don't you tell everyone else? I made a resolution uh, to myself to – I want to understand what you're talking about, both mm-hmm. of you, when you talk about the Stephen – this – I guess he's some sort of a, I don't know, writer, author. Uh, no, no, no. I read uh, The Gunslinger, the first book in The Dark Tower years ago, and I, I was always planning on moving forward and reading The Dark Tower series. Uh, and I never did. So I said in 2020, I'm going to read The Dark Tower. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, I don't really remember The Gunslinger at all because it was like seven years ago. So now I'm rereading The Gunslinger. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. And by reading, I mean I got the audio book. Does that count? That's reading. Does that I consider reading. it. Yeah, because yes. you have to digest it, it just the same. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. I was in my car the other day. and I, was I like, don't judge that I was all. like, I had a little panic attack. I was like, you're not really reading. 
I've seen people say that like on social media, like, oh, there's, there is a difference. I don't think so. If you're taking in the information, it doesn't uh, matter. And I'm glad you're reading that, Craig. I've been reading 112263 and enjoying that. Um, Jake, I know you started something recently. The Tommyknockers. Yeah, that's what it is. Tommyknockers. Cool. Yeah. Liking mm-hmm. that? Yeah, pretty good oh, so cool. far. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Nice. Uh, Jake, what, uh, what was your toy stress you wanted to hit me with? Well... <sighs> You know, I think I think we've probably maybe talked about I know me and you personally have talked about this before. I'm sure we've talked about it on the show, but it's one of those things that like I completely forget that it exists all the time. It's not anything I've ever actually spent any, uh, you know, actual time trying to hunt down or find or buy or anything. It's just one of those things that exists. I've always wanted it and it popped in my head the other day and I, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Not owning this toy. I don't know where this is going, but I'm very excited. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Well, in 2008, yes, this movie came out called Cloverfield (gasps) and Hasbro put out a Cloverfield toy. They did. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Have you never seen the Cloverfield toy? No. Let me find a picture. There's of one there's one figure. Okay. Hasbro put out a Cloverfield toy. It has it came with like 10 of the parasites. It came with uh two interchangeable heads. The box had um like a diorama in it. It came with the Statue of Liberty. It made noise. It was $100 when it came out. Okay. And I remember being yeah, like, $100. Craig and I just pulled up the same selection of like Star Wars figures. It was a bad, it was a bad link. Bad listing. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, weird. Um, but it came out. It was a, it was a, a very limited thing. I, I think there was some, I tend, I feel like I remember that there was a little bit of trouble with the pre-order. Like it came out, it was pre-ordered for a while. And then they came out and said that they were canceling it, but then they didn't cancel it and it got made. Um, and it's a really cool looking figure. It's the fucking Cloverfield monster. It's the only like merchandise for Cloverfield. I remember it was, um, when it came out, that was kind of like the first time anybody got a really good, clear look at what the monster looks like. It's the only clear images of like a 360 view of the creature. Um, and I, I fucking want it, but I started looking it up on eBay yeah. and you can't get it for under like $800. Like Whoa. the last couple, the, the, especially if you want it, like with the box, Yeah, that box the last, is tight. The la- the last one that sold was 700 without the box. Like they're all like, if you look at the, if you look at the previously sold on eBay, it's like 700, 900, 500 for just the figure. Like it's an expensive, rare figure to find. Um, and I just feel like less of a fan for not already have owning it. The movie came out in 2008. It seems like something I should have in my collection and I don't have it. And I'm just now be like becoming stressed out about it. Cool. Yeah. Finally, I got it on screen for our uh, viewers at home. Um, It is very cool. I've seen this before and I kind of remember it. Um, I love Cloverfield. I love the first Cloverfield. I probably the most anxiety I've ever had in a movie theater, because if you remember the way that it was marketed in the way that they, uh, 
you know, it was, it was kind of during Lost and there was a lot of mystery and like J.J. Abrams was producing it and you just knew if it was Bad Robot, it was going to be something special. And uh, I just remember being in theater and that the, the vibe of that movie in a big screen, the found footage, the monster, mm-hmm. it's just, the, New York. I got very bad vertigo, like the whole scene where they're stuck in the building and like, man, that's yeah, a good it's movie. It's a distinct movie. I remember the first time I watched it was with you and it was – the shaky cam and first person perspective and yeah. like all the mystery around it. it's very cool. Having said all that, Jake, how we you have to get this. Yeah. I do. Do you know I'm how much gonna, it was I, when it first came out? Yes. And if you were paying attention five minutes ago, I, I said it was a hundred dollars. Hey, I was. I was trying to find the goddamn picture. <laughs> uh, it was a hundred dollars. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hundred bucks. And yeah, it looks like there's one on eBay with the box that's like eleven hundred dollars. That's yeah. so crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Like there, like if you look at the listings, there is one that sold for like three hundred dollars a couple months ago, okay. and I imagine that that's maybe somebody who just wanted to get rid of it, right? But all of the other ones are seven fifty, eight ninety nine, like nine hundred. It's it is not a cheap figure to buy. So what? So we've been talking about expensive figures a lot lately, like. Um, in fact, I meant to ask you, there's a guy in a Facebook group therapy, the official discussion group of Yes, have some podcast, uh, Michael Redding, who just posted his wife bought him an in-package T-Rex dino rider. And I was like, I was really impressed because that's an incredible gift, but I felt mad for some reason. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, is that envy that you're I was jealous. I was jealous. Okay, got it, got it. But that's like a six or $700 figure, maybe yeah. more. So, Jake, if you – I think the thing with something like the Cloverfield figure is you want it, right? You think mm-hmm. you should have it. But if you had $1,000 extra to spend – That'd be a pretty big commitment to click that buy yeah, it now it on it for it's a, too it's too much. I I do think it's yeah it's too much. Like it's not something that I think I would buy unless uh, I found a really really good deal on it or I don't know. Like I would I would I I cannot see myself just hitting purchase for a seven hundred dollar Cloverfield toy. I can't. Like it's too much. But I but I want. It. I feel like it's one of those things like eventually you'll just see one randomly in a toy shop and it'll be like 200 bucks or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I've never seen it in person. I don't know how many actually got made. Uh, I don't know how limited it was. I'm, I have no clue, but yeah, I'd love to come across that in a toy store. Yeah. If there's any toy stores out there and you have this, and, and you, you want to sell it to Jake for like two hundred dollars? <laughs> if you want to, be, if you want to make a mistake and not make money, uh, let us know. That'd be good. Yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, Jake. I think uh, that's really cool. Uh, it's also cool because Cloverfield's a great American monster movie, and it only has the one figure. Did you ever get the uh, what was it? Mondo? They put out the one for Colossal. I didn't. There's a statue. I think that's still available. I never. I never bought that though. <laughs> Good thing we've got those Mondo gift cards. <laughs> uh, we'll put them together and buy one statue. That we'll share the statue. Yeah. Cut uh, it in half. Or yeah. Uh, Mondo's been having some shipping issues recently, but yeah. made good by uh, sending out everybody uh, gift card codes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Way to do good. Hey, Abby, did you get a code? I didn't because I didn't ask for one, but I'm looking at the colossal <laughs> giant monster and it's very cute. Sold out. Yeah. Fuck. It's only 150 bucks. 
Maybe in 10 mm-hmm. years, it'll be a thousand dollars. Then we'll really want to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Well, that's some good. Cool, that's a, we haven't done some good toy stress in a while. Uh, yeah. I had a couple other things. I wanted to thank uh, Ryan Dole, friend of the podcast, who sent me uh, this uh, little. I don't know how well you can see it, but basically, this is a, a ghost, uh, the little squeeze, uh, squishy face ghost from uh, Real Ghostbusters. Uh, that is a slimed heroes ray ghost and there is two variants there's a red ghost and a blue ghost Mm -hmm. and i didn't have the red one ryan sent it to me so thank you ryan i appreciate that and he also sent us this is like total show and tell yeah it's show and tell these Uh, really cool um rise of skywalker episode nine glasses from ilm the visual effects team yeah very cool very nice thank you very 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 um and then my last pickup i wanted to talk about and jake i don't even know if i told you about this uh, this was randomly at a toy shop for cheaper than it should have been. This is a filmation Ghostbusters uh, time hopper vehicle with Futura. And okay. uh, these usually are, you know, 100, 110 bucks on eBay. The guy had it for 30 bucks. I knew what it was. Um, and I <laughs> kind of did that asshole thing where I was like, uh, what is that? Like just to see like <laughs> what his knowledge was. And he was like, I think it's from the Ghostbusters, but the cartoon. I was like, Huh, hmm. interesting. <laughs> How much would something like that be? Yeah. 30 bucks. I don't know. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Then in my head, I'm like, ha <laughs> <laughs> It's mine. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's she's got cool. a cool outfit on. Uh, I was talking, Zach Myers, friend of the podcast, has all of the Filmation uh, Ghostbusters figures. It's and a sick vehicle, too. Those things are not cheap at all. To get, like, the Ghost Command Center, you're looking at $1,000 for that place set. I mean, that's God. as much as a Cloverfield figure. Yeah, it's an investment. <laughs> Big investment right there. Uh, Jake, I don't. Did you yeah. grab any of the stuff that you picked up? I grabbed a couple of it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see a couple it. of it. Because <laughs> I got a, I got a little, I got a fun thing I'm going to do here in a minute, but I want to, I wanted to give you your, your thing. If you're, are I you, wanted to give you a chance. Real quick, then you shout out to my thing? friend Jenny Ritchie. I was going to say she did these really cool engravings oh, of T Rex cool. skulls. Yeah. One was for Jake and one was for us. All she's right. a really cool artist. Follow her on Instagram at app at Apple Carts. Yeah. She's great. Good stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, I, uh, I I found a cool little toy store over the weekend in Ocala, Florida called, what is it, Vintage King? Vintage I, Toy I King, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's their Instagram handle too, Vintage, vintage toy, King. toy King. Yeah. Um, it's a small spot, but it's really packed in. Everything in, in, in there is really cool. A lot of, like, there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to buy that I just couldn't because I was already buying a good amount of stuff. I did find uh, a Beetlejuice Otho figure cool which um that's a great figure he was he was one of the ones that i didn't yet own and he oh, was yeah. in package i opened him yeah i i don't like the the this little like pull his head off and then he he's got like this weird skinny head i don't like it creeps me out <laughs> i remember that, that part of the movie head. not <laughs> I'm going to buy an, a second Otho and like do a custom Dennis Nedry figure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. He's got the same body type. Um, I bought that. I found a couple uh trend masters, uh, Godzilla figures, but they're like the humans, you know, the figures that nobody cares about. Cause they're just made up generic people human kind of people like yeah. power rangers yeah they kind of they look like don't even have like a name uh, I, they do but their names are like on the back of the box or whatever <laughs> but 
they're just dumb little figures, but the Trendmasters Godzilla figures um, have done really well with like kind of going up in price, and and these are in good condition, so I picked these up. Yeah, those um, are great. I yeah. saw them when we were at your house the other day. I saw those in the uh, the, the shelf there. Yeah, I bought a couple other things. Uh, I I he, the guy had a, an original one sheet for Jaws the Revenge, which I bought. Um, but the the thing that I like the most that I couldn't pull down to show because it's uh, it's hanging and it's attached is he had a Ghostbusters two Hardy's poster that has like it's just got the logo on the front, and at the bottom it's got like a couple uh, coupons. And then on the back, it has like a picture of the Ghostbusters 2 sign. It has a picture of the Ecto-1A and a Slimer. And it just almost has just kind of like a synopsis about Ghostbusters 2 and, uh, you know, like coming to Hardee's. Is, so, it, um, is it like laminated or vinyl? It's not paper, No, right? it's a poster, but mm-hmm. it's in plastic. Okay, like I, gotcha. he, he, ha- he had it in a plastic protective thing, and he had it hanging in his store. And uh, um, he just kept – I just kept all that, so I just hung it. In, cool. uh, in my toy room. So it's lovely. It's minty. Yeah, great pickups. Great oh, pickups. Very cool I love stuff. it. I almost didn't. So like I was getting ready to pay for all the stuff that I bought. And, uh, he had, you know, he had a TV behind the counter that had like the four screens for the security. It was like the cameras. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was just looking at the camera and I saw the ghostbusters two logo and I was like, hold on. I was like, what is what's the Ghostbusters 2 logo on? And he's like, oh, it's hanging in the front of the store. I, I would have just walked right out and didn't see it because I like, walked right on. That's like Ace Ventura. Who the hell is that? Who <laughs> yeah, the hell exactly. is that? I was like, please take it down. I was like, you feel like taking that down there? I'm gonna buy it. So yeah, yeah. I bought uh I bought that. I, I think I bought a couple what? other do you like, want? Abby's small like, things. what do you want? Are I you left thirsty? my water bottle in the Kitchen, so you want some so of this just, drink? Yeah, thank you. God, she's she like, some, she keeps scratching keep, my I'm hand. Like, I keep doing a little scratch. You fucking like, doing? Like, Give me a drink. Like, yeah. lashing out at you. Anyways, um, yeah, very cool. I love. We'll, we'll put up a picture <laughs> on, on social Brad. media of that uh, of that poster. I like that's like the, the warm. Yeah, that was like we'll the fucking worst uh, Morse code of all time. It just hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was good stuff. Good stuff. Good yeah. pickups. But I, I love that. Like you're looking because when you go to a store. You always look at those security cameras because it's kind of fun to see yourself on TV and uh, never know what's going to pop up. This time was a, 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 <laughs> an extremely I've never seen a, that that Ghostbusters 2 Hardy's cup, mm-hmm. but I had one. I, I, I it hasn't come in yet, but I did order one of the original Ghostbusters 2 tumblers. Nice. Because Jake and I have a little kind of back and forth with the Ghostbusters 2 merch. When he gets something, I'm like, ooh. I'm going to have to get something now. Like I got that Ghostbusters <laughs> 2 poster. Jake hit me up the other day. He was like, looking at this uh, GB2 poster. Oh, God, I, just, I need to message Ghost Core. I need to tell Eric Reich at Ghost Core, listen, I know yeah. you're excited about Ghostbusters Afterlife and everybody put a lot of hard work into it. But what about Ghostbusters 2? Can, yeah. can we put that out? Can we have some can we more merch? Can we release it? Like if I sat down for Afterlife and they just started playing Ghostbusters 2, I I wouldn't be that mad. You wouldn't be mad. But well, yeah. I mean, I might as well watch it. I would be excited because it would be my first time seeing it in a movie theater. There you go. So that'd be nice. Um, okay. So this is going to be fun. I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I put up this video on uh, YouTube of these tops authentics, star Wars, mystery eight by 10 autographs. And, uh, I've got those here for those who didn't see. So you get one autograph, uh, per, uh, per, uh, box. And so the first one that I pulled was, uh, and by the way, you can get really big names, right? Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, Harrison Ford, uh, and, and so on. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get the biggest names, but I was still happy with my pulls. I got 
Ashley Eckstein, who is Ahsoka Tana, right there. And then my next one was Freddie Prince Jr. So I only got animated Star Wars Rebels characters. I think you can see that. Um, but I thought it might be fun if I tried my luck with a little <laughs> I should get another with one? a little yeah. live unboxing. Surprise. Because wow, what I need okay. is I did the other That's ones funny. by myself. I need the mojo. And yeah, I want that's what it is, huh? And here's you need the, fun the magic part. of uh, Jake and I with you. If I get somebody good, it'll be exciting and fun, and it'll be a, a, a podcast moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, it, and if it's somebody not good, you guys will laugh at me, and it'll still be <laughs> a podcast. <moment>. Cool. <laughs> God, it's gonna be the worst. It'll fucking be like, oh no, it's gonna be a double. It's gonna be one year ago. It's Pete Moses autograph. Uh, you open that shit. I'm opening right now. So I'm going to, uh, like I said, you get, there's a limited edition card. It's just a regular card in there uh, from a, from a character, uh, not necessarily the character uh, from uh, of the autograph. And uh, then you get the eight by 10. So this is very exciting. We're going to do the live mm-hmm. reveal here. Yeah. Here, I'll what, assist. What, what are you doing? I'd like to be part of it. Well, I want to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. Jake, do you want to drive I'm, here? I love the, uh, that we're doing this very visual thing here for the audio I, I think, podcast. Listen, I think it's going to be the same experience for people who are is. listening. Describe to the people who are listening, what do you see? A lovely box. It's a Star Wars Authentic Series 2, and you see all the possibilities of the big name actors that you could yeah, get. They don't, t- they don't put the small names on there. You don't get the X-Scenes and the <laughs> Prince Juniors on there. Hey, Freddie Prince Jr. There's no Freddie Prince on the box. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I want to, before I reveal this. Do you want to put your hand, like. I know what I'm doing. I want to look at the card first. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, know he, he doing. knows he did so good last time. Okay, fuck the card. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to do the live reveal right here. I th- I wait, Jake, so, wait, you should do it on your head so that, like, only they can see and you don't know what it is. Jake can see. Okay. Or I'm going to watch the TV screen. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. I just called that a TV screen. Okay. It looks like it's an actor. <laughs> It looks like this one's a person. Oh, shit. It didn't fall. Okay, that was just the... Uh, Whoa, Rogue One, which one oh, is it? Is that, okay. Is that Felicity Jones? Yep. Felicity Jones? Yeah, oh, that's, that's fucking cool. awesome. That's cool. Oh, shit. That's yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, I was she's nervous. the best part of that movie. I was nervous because I was like, oh, no, it's the dude who played Cassian. It's I don't fucking know his name. <laughs> oh. That's definitely Felicity yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. She's cool. I got a little crush Show on that her. off. Yeah. Good uh, job. Hey. You can put that. You can put that with your um Fred your K two SO. Yeah, <gasps> dude, we have Somebody. a Rogue One collection. We better start liking that movie more. Hey, that's pre- that's pretty cool, and that's cool because we were we like it. We wanted to meet her at Star Wars Celebration, and we yeah, didn't. sure did. I think that's a pretty good autograph. That's tight. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Felicity Jones. How you like that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't even look at. There's a card in there. Oh, let me find it. I think the card. Fell. It fell. It's right here. No, that's the. 10% off coupon. I thought he wanted the coupon. <laughs> Save that. You need that. Can't find the... Well, it's somewhere. Yeah. We'll find yeah. it later. Okay. Cool. Maybe I like doing... Do... Yeah, that was fun. Live unboxing. Cool. So Felicity Jones 8x10. I think that makes up for the other ones. I feel... Yeah. Generous. I was... I, the only character. thing I saw... At, for, let me explain this. The only thing I saw at first was that it was an, like not animated, so I was excited about that. But... I got nervous because for a second I thought it was Alden Ehrenreich. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's, I would have been yeah. like, oh, Han Solo himself, uh, Alden you were pilot. 
Trade mm. that in for some coaxium. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah. Anything else before we start actually talking about some Star Wars stuff here? Um, I did have sure. a quick opening statement. I know that we're like uh, 28 minutes Half in. hour in. Time no, for the opening. While you do that, I'm going to get up and find that card. Okay. I go feel like it. I just need... Okay. Here we I'm just going to go into it. All right. Friends, listeners, Jake and Craig, uh, it has come to my attention that I have made a huge mistake. I would be remiss to not address the glaring absence of one of the greatest films of the last 10 years, perhaps of all time, from my official top 10 of the decade list uh, that I posted two weeks ago. Allow me to address the large elephant in the room, Moana. Uh, I just watched Moana for the first time ever last week, and I proceeded to watch it three more times and listen to the soundtrack on repeat until I had memorized all of the words. So in conclusion, sorry, Booksmart, but you're being replaced. Spot 10 is taken officially by Disney's Moana, a modern masterpiece. Thank you. Opening statement wow. over. Yeah. Okay. I, I had to let everyone know you it's, just said, it's official. Yeah, you did. I found my card. Yeah, you you get your ears it's, open. It's uh, Daniel Logan as young Boba Fett. Oh, cool. Oh, that's so, cool. Worth it. Seen him before at a convention. <laughs> no comment. Cool guy. All right, cool. All right, moving on. Um, mm-hmm. Before we talk about this leaked script, I'm very excited. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Uh, we good? That's it. Um, Patreon. Thank you to all of our patrons for being part of the SF yep. Some Patreon community. Thanks, we just did a uh, little uh, bonus episode. We talked about 1993 comedy. We did a fuck budget for 1993 comedies. Thank you to Sam Meredith and Group Therapy who gave us the idea. He will be receiving some YHS merch. Of course, he lives in the UK, so it's going to take you a little longer to get it. Because that shit's going overseas. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Uh, we yeah. we went to group therapy today to ask uh, for for help uh, on coming up with a bonus episode for this week. Power so to the people. Lots of good ideas. We'll we'll, we'll probably dive into some more of those uh, soon enough. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining Patreon. If you want to be part of the YHS Patreon community, all mm-hmm. you have to do is go to patreon.com slash yes, have some sign up for five dollars down, and then five dollars a month you get complete access to our entire archive of bonus episodes and uh it's great it's uh, it's a lot of fun we do these bonus episodes and there's i don't know 40 or 50 on there now uh and we really appreciate it because it helps us pay the bills <laughs> it helps us get our felicity jones autographs <laughs> uh, and last but not least i do want to shout out idw comics who released today issue one of ghostbusters year one the winston issue uh this is going to be the new mini series covering the first year of the Ghostbusters. Obviously, Eric Burnham and Dan Schoening put a ton of hard work into that. And you can listen to Eric Burnham talk about it on this week's episode of the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip with Chris Stewart and Troy Benjamin, but mostly Troy Benjamin. <laughs> Yeah. Don't spoil our joke for the end of the episode. All right, all right, all right. All right. Okay. Uh, no, it was great. It was a really good interview and uh, lots of exciting yeah, very stuff insightful. happening up to stuff. Uh, over there at IDW. So. Yeah. Uh, lots happening. Uh, let's break this down. So what happened was uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, last week sometime, uh, this script leaked. Uh, obviously, the backstory is that uh, Colin Trevorrow was originally going to be the director of Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, after The Last Jedi came out, there was some creative differences, things happening over at Lucasfilm, and he was dismissed and J.J. Abrams was brought onto the project. If you're not familiar, Colin Trevorrow directed Jurassic World. Thank you. Uh, that's mainly what he's known for uh, is uh, Jurassic World. The first one he produced the second one and he's coming back to direct the third one. So um, 
it was kind of weird that this leaked. Uh, it was confirmed to be real. If it wasn't real, we wouldn't be talking about it. We wouldn't be wasting everybody's time. Uh, for context, there was two drafts that leaked. This is the first draft. Uh, this was a draft that was completed about 10 days before Carrie Fisher actually passed away. So this is, for context, winter of 2016, right before The Last Jedi was released. Um, so this is before any fallout of The Last Jedi, any mm-hmm. any of that stuff. This was Ryan Johnson did his movie. Colin Trevorrow is going to do his movie. And what we're going to do is kind of, we've got this complete synopsis. We're going to go by it bullet point by bullet point. And we're just going to discuss it. We're going to give our thoughts and opinions on what's good about it, what's not so good about it, love it, hate it, any of that. Does that sound okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, first of all, were you either of you surprised that this leaked? This pretty, uh, this kind of stuff doesn't always happen. You always think about this. You always, man, I wish that Ghostbusters three script from uh, Eaton Cone would just leak so we could read it, but that never happens. So somebody, yeah. Maybe College Trevorrow. Somebody put this out there. Yeah, especially with Star Wars and Disney. Speaking of the iron grip of the First Order, there's usually an iron grip over all the stuff that, like, is is Star Wars and Disney. And you can't, like, there's a lock and key over it. Right, right. Yeah. I was pretty surprised. Mm-hmm. But excited yeah. to Jake, read what it. A, <laughs> I don't know how to podcast. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. You talk? No, 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 no I turn. talk. Then no, Jake talks. Jake, okay. were you surprised? Yeah, for sure. Um, it, like you just said, it's not the kind of thing that happens. You don't really get to see. I think this is one of the first times you, you've gotten to kind of be like, oh, here's an alternate version of what Star Wars could have been. You you always hear stuff about the old movies here and there, but this is the first time I think there's just been an entire script, you know, like yeah. a just complete different version of something that almost happened. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. So let's, let's get Mm -hmm. into it. First thing I'm going to do is read the scroll. By the way, this movie, episode nine, duel of the fates. What do we think of that? Sure. I don't hate that name to be honest. No, I mean, it it makes sense. Uh, I don't like it. I like new. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, here's the scroll. The iron, do you want to read it? Sure. The iron grip of the first order has spread to the farthest <laughs> to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitorous acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. Okay. Well, that's quite different than what we got because uh the dead speak palpatine's back yeah that's like (laughs) that's what we got like there's no sense of uh any this is pretty bleak like my 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 initial reaction to that is the annihilation yeah that's like a heavy thing yeah it just seems kind of and i think you know the last jedi is kind of bleak and coming out of it just kind of you feel kind of like ugh. yeah this kind of feels more more ugh. I don't know. Uh, Jake, any reaction to that scroll? I mean, I can't say much more than like, I can't say much more than what you guys have said. The thing about the thing about reading a script like this that didn't get made is that it's really, really hard to read part of this and be like, oh, that could have been amazing. Or, oh, that sounds awful. Because 
things always can sound awful or amazing on page. And, you know, like half of the things that we loved in any other Star Wars movie might come across stupid if you're reading about it ahead of Mm -hmm. time. It's it's really hard to look at some of these points and have that strong of an opinion. I mean, there's definitely some things in here will, you know, there's some strong opinions about, but some of this stuff is just like, okay. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, Opens at the Kuat shipyards, uh, shipyards from what I know, I believe those shipyards are referenced in novels of the expanded universe. It's kind of like where all of the uh, like TIE fighters and, you know, ships are being built kind of. So think of like a, like a big Navy shipyard kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, BB eight and Rose, Mm. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Are, Lost me. Uh, are infiltrating Kuat Moon where First Order build their ships. The workers are oppressed. There's an orbital orbital ring and moon below it. Finn and Poe are there. No R2 or C3PO. Then Ray arrives. So there's it opens up with some sort of a mission. The biggest thing that stands out to me there is uh Rose is kind of right in the thick of it. Obviously, we know mm-hmm. that she's Rose is back, and there's more oppressed workers, which is <laughs> reminiscent of Last Jedi. You know, it's so weird. And this is—I'm already going on my first tangent, but I was thinking about this as I do often. You know, the core of Star Wars, right? The Sith and the Jedi—it's this the age-old battle of good versus evil, right? And I think the thing that subconsciously sat so poorly with so many people especially you know specifically me with the last jedi was this whole storyline with uh uh what's dj played by the thing about benicio del toro's character that i hated in this movie is that he he basically his purpose that he serves is to kind of be this through line to explain to finn and rose that it doesn't matter as long as there's money to be made war is uh, for profiteering. So it doesn't matter if you're on the good side or the bad, the first order or the rebellion or the resistance. It's, it's all kind of, yeah, the money's all going to bad people. Yeah. And that kind of like that, that kind of flies in the face of maybe that's true in the real world. Yeah. But this is a sci-fi fantasy where things need to have a happy ending. Exactly. And I think that's kind of deep purpose and meaning. And that's one of those things that's kind of weird about the last Jedi is like, you don't, you want to think about, the, the gray area is just not that exciting in Star Wars, right? You want to be able to say bad, good. It's like pro wrestling. It's not mm-hmm. that complicated. Bad guy versus good guy. You root for the good guy and you don't want the bad guy to win. Okay. Yeah, and the bad guy keeps coming out, back and coming back and coming back just like – Right. There's never a time where somebody comes and goes, well, actually, the good guy's not that good. He's fairly flawed if you think – it's like, come mm-hmm. on. I know – I get it, but fuck. Shut up. Okay. Um, <laughs> so – and this does say that Rose is a key character in the script, um, but they're 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 on this mission, right? Uh, the plan is to send explosives into the power shaft that delivers uh, raw ore into the ring. So it's like right off, right from the front. It's like what, like what is this? I'm so sick of Star Wars movies where it's always this mission to take explosives to blow something up. It's always just like there's got to be something better. I don't know. It's just annoying. Um, Ray is disguised as a Tuscan Raider. I kind of like that. I know. I wrote down I like and that. I was like, Actually, I like that. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. Although, Jake, you know from experience that that It's sucks. not very cool inside you of this. You can't see in there. No. Yeah. You can't see anything. 
Yeah, that's why they're all so <laughs> she's, hostile. She's just stumbling around. She accidentally kills BB-8 with a lightsaber. <laughs> um, so uh, the plan goes wrong. The First Order is able to contain the blast. Admiral Vaughn says resistance tactics are pitiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Ray disguised as a Tuscan Raider, revealed to have created her own weapon, a double-bladed lightsaber hybrid of her staff and Luke's cracked lightsaber. That's another cool thing. Okay, why? I think I just think that's kind of neat to like put two things together, like with uh, Thor's hammer, and then like when Groot like kind of becomes part of that. Like I think it's neat to have two things come together as a weapon. Okay, I don't hate that. It's one of the things I don't hate within this <laughs> script idea. Okay. Uh, Jake, anything there? <laughs> no. I mean, the weapon is one of those things where I don't hate it either, but I I, I kind of don't care either way. I'm just like, it's, it's cool if she has a regular lightsaber. It's cool if she would have had that. I think it works either way. Apparently, there's a later version of this uh, script, a later draft, where she her double-bladed lightsaber has a boomerang function. <sighs> that sounds cool. Like on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, so she can get BB-8 going. Why Jedi? <laughs> so is the boomerang powered by force power? I mean, any lightsaber can be a boomerang when it's wielded by a Jedi, right? You just throw it and then force it back to your hand. That's a good line of dialogue. I like that. Any lightsaber can be. Wait, hold on. <clears throat> like a Unigrer. Yeah, you should do that. Any lightsaber. What, what's the what? What do you say? What did you say? I don't remember. Any. Any lightsaber could be a boomerang. Okay. Any lightsaber could be a boomerang when it's wielded by the force of a Jedi. That is awful. Yeah. This is just fucking bad. Yeah, right. maybe we should let Colin Trevorrow try to write it instead of you. Ooh. <laughs> and it can will become a Jedi. I guarantee it. All right, moving on. Um, um, okay, so they battle. Poe, Finn, Rose, and Ray. That's a mouthful. Uh, and BB-8 steal a Star Destroyer. They escape. That's a big thing to steal. Seems insane. Yeah, that's like it. I don't I will, know how but you, I want to see that. I would watch it. It's similar also to the beginning of The Force Awakens with like needing a pilot. I think later on in the script you find out that the person who helps them out. Well, I think, let's go. Let's not let's get, get to But here's way. the thing, though. It's like, remember at the end of Last Jedi when like BB-8 comes rolling up on that that imperial walker yeah it's a little it's, it's just very very it's too much it's a little much right mm-hmm. like it's too prequely let's have them steal a star destroyer like oh let's what if you were a kid wouldn't you want to steal a star destroyer like that uh, uh, that's like, always the fucking yeah the, like that's always the argument in star wars it's so dumb yeah uh, at the end of the day we're making children's movies, for movies children yeah well guess what kids don't have money to go to the theater and see 10 times fucking i can't talk <laughs> see a movie 10 times that's what i was trying to say cool i forgot to see the movie part i just said see 10 times <laughs> all right um the knife nine a ship containing the knights of ren arrives at kuat uh one of the knights of ren kills admiral vaughn for his failure i think admiral vaughn is in episode nine uh he's the kind of one who's He's kind of like the cool, newer version of Hux, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So right off the bat here, we have the Knights of Ren actually kind of doing something. So that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want your Knights of Ren to do something other than just get killed. At least they have a cool ship with like a name. Yeah, and I wonder if the Knife Nine, that's not a cool name. It's actually yeah, kind of, I wrote down that's sort of an annoying name. What should we name our ship? 
How about the knife nine? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sweet. That's tight. That sounds way They're better. They're just a bunch of goth kids. Yeah. <laughs> Do that shit. That's what the Knights of Ren are. They're those oh. fucking sewer dweller, like, light. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't use lightsabers. They use glow sticks. It's like glow sticks. <laughs> fucking glow Crew in the dark. shadows? Yeah. Like 100% Knights of Ren. Yeah. With glow in the dark Kylo Ren uh, pacifiers. I want to be Kylo Ren. And then that's, that's what it sounds Doing like. Doing that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, let's do Crew Shadow Knights of Ren costumes at Dragon Con this year. Totally you, down. Like, I like the idea of the Knights of Ren all wearing like mesh shirts. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, <laughs> then it cuts to Coruscant, no longer a vibrant city of the prequels. Uh, the new structures are built atop the Art Deco structure of the Old Republic occupied by the first order uh citizens are scavengers now hux is now chancellor hux and is address addressing bis kova traitor who helped resist and steal the star destroyer kova is executed with a light blade guillotine okay so basically they're taking it back to the prequels they're taking us back to coruscant the once uh vibrant city of the republic and now it's run down and basically occupied by the first order which are like it's like Nazi occupation, right? That's yeah. kind of what the vibe that they're always no, going for. No care for the people. The people are like, right. like scavenging. Yeah. Uh, and Chancellor Hux is uh, killing uh, whoever helped him steal the Star Destroyer. So there was mm-hmm. a traitor in the new script. The traitor ended up being Hux, uh, but not yeah. this time. Uh, any reaction to this? Well, I want to. I want to see a light blade guillotine. Yeah, that does sound cool. Yeah, that is neat. We really missed out. Okay, Hux and Commander. <laughs> I like having Hux be the the one on the other side, like in the actual Rise of Skywalker movie. So I think I prefer that. They kind of dress him down in The Last Jedi, and it sounds like in this script he was kind of built back up to uh, something again. Mm-hmm. But what be a weird, threat. if you think about his character arc over the three movies, it's very strange. Like yeah. in The Force Awakens, Hux is. Uh, kind of a sniveling little evil bastard. Mm -hmm. And in The Last Jedi, he's even more sniveling and constantly being like... Made fun of. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of the butt of all the jokes. And then he just turns on Kylo Ren and ends up dying. But that's why, I mean, I think it makes sense why he turns though. Like, I mean, if you, if you spend all that time becoming a general and taking your job seriously, and then a child like Kylo Ren is in front of you and just like, is undermining you constantly and making you do bullshit and being a jerk, then I'd be like, all right, fuck this guy. I'm going to tell him. Yeah. He says it. He's like, I don't care. I'm going to get him in trouble. <laughs> I just don't want Kylo to win. <laughs> Such a little. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hux. Hux sucks. Hux sucks. Hux and Commander Selleck. I don't think it's Tom Selleck, but that'd be cool. Uh, have a Command- meeting have a meeting with several alien warlords owed to a new hope Imperial council scene. First order has allies. They are aware of Ray being the last Jedi. Is that, I don't think Ray was, I, I don't, I don't think that's what, yeah, maybe it is. Cause Luke does say, I will not be the last Jedi. She will be the last Jedi. Uh, he doesn't say that last part. Uh, but that sounds like she's the only one. Well, yeah. I don't, 
Mm. Well, there's that kid with the broom. Yeah. Uh, they're aware of Ray being the last Jedi. Council wants to know where is Kylo Ren? He is missing. Hux only knows he has gone searching for something of great power. So that's just kind of setting up what Kylo Ren's doing in this movie. And obviously very different because episode nine opens up with Kylo Ren hunting down the emperor on Mustafar, just fucking getting people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cut to, oh, speak of the devil, Mustafar. Uh, for those who don't know, is the lava planet that was the home of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Kylo Ren is alone except for a Darth Maul-esque droid. He has stubble indicating search has been for a, the search has been for a long time. Ren is being haunted by Luke's Force ghost. Two things I like there. Let's do uh, it. Kylo Ren with stubble. And also a Darth Maul droid. I think that's cool. I don't know what it means by Me, that. Nah, I, don't I don't know what a Darth Maul droid is. It's but. got like little points. Yeah. I, I, I like, the, I'd like, to I see like the idea of Kylo being haunted by Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that makes sense. That's kind of a cool, that's a cool omission here. I like, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Luke has dialogue here. This is where the dark path leads an empty tomb. Kylo retorts with, where did your path lead? Which is kind of cool. And it's kind of that thing like the Jedi Poor are always talking. Right. Was it Bane? He's Bane now? I like <laughs> everyone starts doing their bane. Everyone just start doing. I bane. like them both so much that yeah, they're the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we just have to reimagine this scene as uh, fucking Two Face and Joker. Okay, right, y'all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I had someone recently tell me that after seeing Joker, they can't wait to see the uh, Harley Quinn <laughs> Prey movie, and I was like, I can't continue this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> That makes no sense. None. Not at all. It's like, dude, man, after seeing... Dude, man. Sidebar. Dude, I saw Deep Impact, and now I just can't wait to see Harley Quinn. Uh, (laughs) Luke is trying to convince Kylo to go back to Leia. Kylo says, I'm going to be more powerful than any Jedi, even you. Uh, So, yeah, it's just the same old story from Kylo Mm -hmm. Ren. Just wants to be powerful. Uh, Invader's Temporal temple kylo finds a sith holocron which reveals a hologram of palpatine so we do get palpatine in some uh, form here mm-hmm. recording is for vader so this is something that palpatine recorded for vader palpatine has a contingency for darth vader if luke kills him vader is to take luke to remnicor system to see tor valum master of sith Palpatine's teacher. So this is kind of introducing the new big bad, yeah. right? So in Rise of Skywalker, Palpatine is back as the big bad. This is a Sith holocron that is instructing Darth Vader to search out uh, Tor Valum. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of guiding Kylo towards what what he's searching for in this movie. Uh, after scanning Kylo, the holocron explodes and releases red lightning, which burns Kylo who screams. Let's talk about that. That sounds like kind of a cool scene. Sounds like kind of a cool scene, but I don't know how much I like the addition of the Sith master, like Palpatine's teacher. I think it's cooler just to see Palpatine come back and imagine his like just awful evilness in rise of Skywalker versus like, Oh, here let's add, add in a brand new character that we can all be terrified of instead of using that terror that's been there, like throughout all the movies. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to bring in like it. It's, I know people have the same argument with Palpatine, like, oh, he's not in the first two at all. And all of a sudden Palpatine's the main bad guy. But it makes sense because there's a history with Palpatine. It doesn't make sense to just have a new random 
villain be the main villain of the ninth and final Skywalker. Like it just doesn't, that doesn't make, nobody cares because right. we don't know who that is up until yeah, this point. The meaning and significance is completely like lost. If you have just brand new introduction. Yeah. Of you know, some people have been speculating that maybe early on when this draft was being written, maybe episode nine was not supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Maybe they were planning on, you know, this was before yeah, that's true. This was mm-hmm. before the last Jedi did what it did. So like, they might have been like, we're we're setting up the the big bad for 10, 11, 12. Oh, like, for Broom Boy right. to fight Torbalum? Broom Boy gonna fight Torbalum? Yeah. Torbalum? Torbalum's in this? <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that like Borgullet? Yeah. It's Borat. Borgullet. Oh, yeah. um, so, okay. After that, cuts <laughs> to. We've mentioned Borat. The resistance base on Korolov. Leia is introduced as she feels what's happening to Ben. Chewbacca and Lieutenant Connix, I believe Lieutenant, I think that's uh, Carrie Fisher's dog, Billy Lord's character, okay. uh, tell Leia that the Kuat team is back. They're shocked to see the Star Destroyer, which has landed onto the planet. So not only do they steal the Star Destroyer, BB-8 has landed it. I'm just imagining BB-8 <laughs> BB-8 just flying a Star Destroyer. <laughs> Why? Who is? Who is creating droids with so much like if you think about it, BB-8, R2-D2 and C-3PO all have like the most they're the most powerful beings and creatures. And like yeah. who's creating a fucking dumb little droid that can drive a star to right. steal and pilot a star destroyer. It makes you I kind of it. wonder the people programming this droid must be very powerful. Yeah. Must be the same people who sent those angels back to help the angels and angels in the outfield, (laughs) which we discussed on the Patreon. Bonus episode episode Uh, content. So uh, it says there's a funny moment with Ray using her Jedi mind trick on first order officers who are still on the ship, which is pretty funny. They're probably like, what are we doing on this rebel base? She's like, you are part of the rebellion now. They're like, I guess we're part of the rebellion now. (laughs) (laughs) Or the resistance. Uh, Okay. Finn. You have to shut him out. He can't change. It's too late. Ray, it's never too late to change. You taught me that, Finn. Snooze alert. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. Sorry. Yeah, uh-uh. The Ray Finn, it's fizzled. It's fizzled this, out at this point. You know what this translates to? all about to? Ray and Kylo. This translates to Finn being like, why are you like so obsessed with yeah, him? Yeah, it's like, what is that? He like, cut what? my back. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> why do you want to change him so bad? He literally almost killed me. All right. Um... Uh, Resistance realizes the Star Destroyer still has most of its weapons, tanks, TIE fighters, things like that. Only missing piece is an army to use it. Um, Ray researching the Jedi text from Octu discovers that under Coruscant Jedi Temple, there is a communication system called a Force Beacon from the Old Republic that can send a signal to 50 planets. Snooze Oh, I didn't hate the Force Beacon. I thought that was kind of cool. It's just so, like, to me, like... It's such a convenient... I mean, to me, like to me, there because they couldn't figure out another way to. It's better to see her like connecting with all of the Jedi when she's having that fight scene. And they're going to use it to get allies, right? To me, the Sith Wayfinder is way cooler. Like, I get that these movies have to have a MacGuffin. You have to have something you're chasing after. Wayfinder is cooler than Force Beacon. It's just like. The force beacon is the thing that's going to reach out to all the other planets and it's going to be the spark that lights the fire, the the fucking bullshit from the last Jedi. But in Rise of Skywalker, they're just like, hey, Lando, go get people. And he's like, just go get them. I got them. Just go tell them to come here. I'll get those people for you, General (laughs) Leia, you old smoothie. All right. um, (laughs) 
They plan on using it to get allies. First Order can't stop it since it predates Imperial Tech. Ray, hope is all we have left. God, they're always talking about hope. Speaking mm-hmm. of hope. <laughs> that is Rebellions uh, are built on it. Rebellions are built on hope. So say we all. This podcast is brought to Wrong you by show. <laughs> Felicity Jones. Uh, cool. Uh, Neat. Okay, here we go. Force Ghost Luke appears as Ray trains. Luke is pushing Ray to get stronger in the Force while he is pushing Kylo to let Ben out. So basically, Luke's mm-hmm. playing double duty here. I like this part. This would this would be cool. Uh, I. I you know, we we got a little bit of Trey raining in the beginning, uh, Ray <laughs> training in the beginning, and and I think it, I do think it could have been better having Luke there. I agree with that. I agree. Uh, Kylo makes it back to Coruscant, faces damaged from the Sith holocron. Mandalorian armor is smelted and has been applied to his face. Uh, he confronts Hux and belittles him, saying he doesn't need titles. So I imagine that goes like, Chancellor Hux is here to see you. And he's like, "Ugh, cool name, Chancellor Hux. I just <laughs> smelted Mandalorian armor onto my face. Uh, and Hux was like, whoever smelted it. Delted it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really dumb. Uh, uh, anything here? If it was The Last Jedi, Poe would be saying that. It'd be like, wah, God damn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything here? We'll, we'll go? Nah. Uh, I agree with Jake, though, about the Force Ghost Luke pulling double duty and going back and forth yeah, between and training. That's cool. Uh, Ray to Luke as they train. Balance. The dark suffocates the light. Wait, you you read Ray's line there. I like it. Balance. The dark suffocates the light. Light extinguishes the dark over and over again. How is that balance in the Force? And Luke says... I know that anger. My father had it too. God, and everything I in this, this, everything in this fucking Skywalker. My father had that. My <laughs> sister has that. My master has that. It's like shut up. Back pain. Hey, my guess father. What? Has Every that. person in the world gets angry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Your dad got mad. Welcome to being a human being with a dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do bu- not like this Ray giving in to this fucking bullshit. I just don't like it. Like her, like so much questioning of the Jedi and being like, what that, like what? Bitch, you gotta be full on Jedi in this last movie. You don't want your hero of the Star Wars movie to be like, fuck the balance. Yeah, I hate that. And I also hate that, you know, in The Last Jedi when when he's first gonna train Rey and she like has that little vision and the rocks go up in the air and he's like, I've never seen somebody go to the dark side so fast. I'm like, that was the dark side. Like <laughs> that didn't seem that dark. It was mildly dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jake, we talked about this last week. Uh, the whole like notion of, of middle of the road, gray yeah. areas. Not, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. So Luke says, I know that anger. My father had it too. And Ray says, so says my master and his master before him. A thousand masters so eager to tell us how to live. Gosh, she's just being. What the fuck is that? She's just a mean teenager. Yeah. Sounds like she's, she's like, all you old people concert. keep telling me what to do. Yeah, she's about Sounds to Sounds like she's going to start an emo band. Pull her, put her bracelets <laughs> on. Yeah. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, there's a thousand generations of Jedi that have come before you, Ray. Calm down. <laughs> 
Right. Uh, the rest Their of the exchange between Ray and Luke is basically Ray trying to back away from being a Jedi. She admits she is a no one. And Luke trying to convince her. He says the Force is speaking to her. Uh, so, yeah, she. it seems like kind of character conflicts. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is like that stuff needs to happen in the second movie, mm-hmm. not the third movie. Yeah, no wavering in that third movie. There like, needs to be like. Dude, fucking look at Luke Skywalker in yeah. Return of the Jedi. He's ready to go rescue Han, go finish his training and go mm-hmm. confront his dad. Yeah. That, that was Luke. Like th- there's not a moment in return of the Jedi where Luke's like, I don't think I want to do this. I want to go back to tattooing. Yeah. yeah you moisture need confidence. Farm. Okay. You're cool. going to back a, a main character like that. Uh, Back to Kylo, he and Hux continue to snipe at each other. Kylo says he's leaving again, but not before telling Hux the power he discovered will make destroying planets insignificant. Kylo's last order to Hux, find the resistance, wipe them out, leave the girl to me. Okay. So then we are splitting into teams. Team A is Rose, Finn, R2, and 3PO. This is like family feud. Not going to be on that team. (laughs) Shit team. Want to be on the other team. Uh, Going to Coruscant to light the beacon. Okay. By the way, let me ask you this. If this is a Jedi temple buried under Coruscant with this special beacon that predates Imperial technology, why is the only Jedi not going? Why are you sending <laughs> Rose and Finn? You probably need somebody who knows something about Jedi. They're like, well, Rose and Finn, they're like, uh, Rose and Finn tend to go on pointless adventures are together. Are Rose and Finn doing anything right now? Can we send them? Okay. <laughs> they're not great. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, team B, Ray, Poe, and Chewbacca, obviously the better team, going to a planet to find someone help Ray figure out what she needs to do. Uh, yes, the description is. So there's, there's not much more detail there, but there might have been in the script, but this synopsis. Uh, Some okay. wise person that yeah. knows things. Kylo's going to planet. a Sith planet, uh, Remdacor system. Before he leaves Coruscant, he takes Vader's mask and says he understands Vader now. That's so, that's like, I get it now. You're like, allowed to love to glove your... Cloud your judgment. Uh, you allowed love to cloud your judgment, and he throws Vader's mask off a balcony, and it shatters. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, Leia stays at the base overseeing the resistance. You know what's weird? They kept saying that the third movie was supposed to be Leia's movie. She's not doing much here, is she? Mm. No. That I feel like that's kind of bullshit. She's like felt things, and she's staying. She did more than the J.J. Abrams movie, and she was dead. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Well, whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, I love Carrie Fisher and I yeah. wish I wish she would have. I don't know. Good vibes. Good vibes. Only. Uh, before Ray leaves, she and Leia have an exchange where Ray says she believes they're still good in Kylo. Leia is skeptical, but Ray believes in her Jedi training. Leia, you're not like my father or my brother. You're new. Whatever happens, remember the Force chose you, Ray. Your story isn't written by anyone else. Just not. Just I don't. You're different. You're new. You're almost human. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. I mean, it really like <clears throat> you're new is a weird line. Um, I don't, I don't hate your story isn't written by. Well, it's actually, it's yeah, yeah, it would be better to say you are it's the you are the author of your own story would be a better line. But but it's also sure. like this was hard on the line of the Last Jedi that Ray. Her parentage is she is a nobody, and that that's the story they were going with. Um, mm-hmm. I have a feeling John Urquabo is going to love this script. Um, love you, John. Yeah, uh, I I agree with John on most things. I do not agree with his uh, opinions of uh, the Last Jedi, but uh, maybe we can have him on for a debate sometime. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're getting there. 
First Order tracks down the stolen Star Destroyer. The Resistance escapes. Team A successfully infiltrates the Jedi Temple. They turn on the beacon, cut to different places around the galaxy, receiving the signal. There's a Bosk cameo. Cool. Apparently he gets the signal. Uh, it is then cut off Boss by the- Bosk is like, can you hear me now? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't hear you. <laughs> you. I have like no signal. Are you driving? Okay. Are you in a stolen Star Destroyer? <laughs> move away from the fo- move your move the phone away from your face. It's too close yeah, to your face. It's too close. <laughs> what do you have? AT and T. I love when people do that. Like you have bad. Are service. you on an Android? <laughs> yeah, it's like who fucking knows what's happening. Uh, Are you driving right now? I can't. Yeah. yeah Is yeah, that yeah. a Darth Maul droid? <laughs> He's going uh, under the bridge or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first order cuts off the beacon. Team A then flee mm-hmm. into the underbelly of Coruscant. So basically, they do the thing. It kind of works, but then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Team B are being pursued by the Knife Nine. Well, oh, the Knights of Renship is back. I guarantee. I'm just imagining the fucking guitar player from Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's strapped to the front of the Knife Nine. Yeah. The Knife Nine is also the Knights of Ren's band. Yeah. Hey, guys, seriously. We have Knife Nine. Guys, we got some big shows coming up. There's going to be some record labels there. Okay. Okay. Um, Doing some cantinas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kylo reaches Remdacore system and confronts Tor Valum, a 7,000-year-old alien of unknown origin. Spindly. Spindly, intense. Sinewy muscle. Sinewy. Very Lovecraftian. Thank you. For- Those are some, I knew there were some guy. tough ones in got, there. Have you guys seen the pictures of this guy? No, I'd yeah, like Yeah, there's, to. Some, there's some leaked, uh, leaked uh, concept art. Tor Valum. Kylo begins training with Valum. I like it. The ode to the uh, Empire Strikes Back cave scene, Kylo fights Vader. Fight is brutal, and Kylo loses. Uh, I kind of like this. Oh. I like this, too, yeah. I, I, yeah. I like this, too, and I, I think this kind of stuff could have worked um, on its own, but, you know, I don't know. This this specific stuff I like. I like Kylo fighting of like a Vader force ghost, and the pictures I've seen of, of Tor. It looks like fucking Pennywise. He's super weird looking. Yeah. He's, perched on the head of a dead giant and i just i like it yeah well, i'm looking at him you now this. you see the spark that ignites the flame that ignites hope into the galaxy mm. or whatever or whatever they keep saying <laughs> i thought you it, said the it spark ign- it i was like the, is he the spark <laughs> that's wrong the is he spark, spark? That ignites the, cord, spark that ignites the firecracker <laughs> that ignites <laughs> the string Dude, that ignites we should make that the, video that ignites the birthday candle for the, <laughs> for the young broom sweeper um so okay this scene where vader is fighting kylo ren kind of similar to the luke and uh vader cave scene that's pretty cool i like that actually there was another thing this is way off topic apparently there was originally going to be a scene in rogue one where darth vader goes to the beach on scarif to hunt down Jyn erso huh okay does he like Take a dip. Yeah, Darth Vader goes to the he goes beach. He goes to the beach. He's a got a towel. Fun. That's a fun Vader. I just imagine he's Darth Vader. Like, he's got a Sith towel. Yeah, yeah. That music. My baby takes the morning train. Yeah, he's like, I just had a milk bath, and yeah. now I'm gonna lay out. For I'm a just imagining while. that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer's up on the lifeguard thing. And he's like, doing like- <laughs> That's so funny. All right, cool. Um, Poe takes Ray to a seer who can pull information out of memories. The seer pulls a star chart out of Ray's mind from her visions with Kylo. Okay. 
Star chart that some of that reminds me of C3PO like yeah. having the Sith Knights of Red locations. show up and fight Rey in a lightsaber battle. She defeats them and Team B escapes. So again, if you think about Rise of Skywalker, how that ends, fucking Kylo Ren kills the Knights of Ren. Uh, here we have Rey defeating them. Both Rey and Kylo eventually get to Mortis, which is, uh, Mortis. is I guess, the planet where they're, they're meeting. Uh, Leia asks Lando if he will organize the smugglers and fight the First Order. Rose is captured and tortured by the First Order. Uh, oh, no. <sighs> Uh, who actually in this movie, the first order is called Twitter. Oh, Uh, there it is. I was like, you're working on it. I can feel you working. uh, Poor girl. Yeah. Uh, But she's able to escape. Uh, Both rank. Okay. We got that. Finn, R2, and C-3PO start a citizen's uprising on Coruscant around the first order. I want to see C-3PO starting a citizen's uprising because I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> you don't see it happening? Yeah. You don't see the passion? No. The, no. C, I, I see the, the apathy passion, and like... The speech capabilities. Okay, I guess he could communicate to everybody in their own language. I don't know. But I don't want to see that. I want to see him sniveling and bitching and complaining. Leia brings her forces to Coruscant to battle the First Order. There's a massive space battle and a ground battle, Return of the Jedi style. Chewie flies an X-Wing. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it, it you know... There's sure. got to be a space battle near the end of a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's called mm-hmm. Star Wars, yeah, so there's yeah, got to yeah. be a war in mm-hmm. the stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray and Kylo battle on Mortis using force energy that can pull from each other. At some point, it is revealed Kylo killed Ray's parents at the behest of Snoke. Towards the end, Luke, Obi-Wan, and Yoda appear as force ghosts to save Ben, but are unsuccessful. These Jedi just can't get anything done. <laughs> Imagine how awkward that would have been if that came to be in... Rise of Skywalker, like right after they kissed, then she finds out that he killed her parents. I think at this part, so having Luke, Obi-Wan, and Yoda appear as Force Ghosts, I think I like that part. Right. Like whenever, whenever, you know, you hear all the voices in Rise of Skywalker, I do think it would have been cool to see those characters in some way. But if you're going to bring Luke, Obi-Wan, and Yoda back mm-hmm. as Force Ghosts, but they're unsuccessful in what they're trying to do. That's cheap. Like you can't yeah. right. Like, doesn't it seem weird to bring back those three most iconic characters to bring their powers together for the ultimate, you know, good and then fail at it. Like that's mm-hmm. not what anybody wants to see. If you're going to bring them back, they can't. Yeah. They don't can't have them fail. fail. Well, that I think, sucks. I think the thing is, is like, nothing in this script and listen this is there's more detail what ha- but hold on there's no how does this end i think like Ra- this says this says towards the end they appears force goes to save ben but they're unsuccessful ben is extinguished but hold on we don't get oh, it resistance one first order loses how how does Kylo lose? Like, right. we don't get that. Well, I think it, I, I'm sure those details were in the script, but in the synopsis, maybe um, from what I've read, though, like Ray just kind of defeats Kylo. There is no redemption. There is no uh, arc for Ben Solo. I did read somewhere that there was a scene where Harrison Ford comes back as Han Solo and talks to Ben. I think it happened like in a forest in a cabin or something. Yeah. Uh, it was not obviously on the hull of the death star mm-hmm. um but man this just feels bleak like it doesn't feel yeah 
You know, like what I love about the rise of Sky, and that's kind of the end of the synopsis and we can kind of do an overview here. What I love about rise of Skywalker is how much it feels like return of the Jedi. There's, there's a little bit of, it's kind of colorful and there's fun characters and there's comedy and yeah. there's heart and there's Warmth. this beautiful redemption of Kylo Ren, which I did not think they would ever be able to pull off. And they somehow did. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, Kinda. I, I <laughs> well, <laughs> you turn it on it. No, I've, I've told you immediately. I never, the, the, the redemption to me is, is not a hundred percent a thing. Like I, I, I like, uh, Rise of Skywalker, but my one of my main issues is I as I don't quite buy the redemption. That right. that's something that I I out of this script, I'm okay. I would be okay if Kylo was never redeemed. Right. Like I can still, but I think still you got to go about it in a little bit of a different way than this. It still needs to not end. Like you can't bring Luke and all them back. And right, but this does not failed. feel. This does not feel like the final movie of the trilogy. Like because it doesn't. Maybe it really. Wasn't. If somebody asks you what is the plot all right, Abby, what is the plot of the Rise of Skywalker? Um, Ray facing off and against Palpatine and dealing with the fact that she's in Palpatine's bloodline and deciding and also the conflict of uh Kylo Ren deciding whether he was going to do the right thing or not. Right, and, right. And, yeah. and what is the plot of this movie that we just read about? I don't There's know. There's a lot of missions. <laughs> the resistance goes on yeah. missions. There's a lot of missions. Resistance, resistance missions. A couple cool things that sound like they might be neat on screen, but like there's there's no like overall for, there's definitely no like good feel or like um yeah, now, joy. This synopsis didn't have it, but one of the closure. One of the synopsis of did say at the end like Ray becomes the gray Jedi. Like the just the what the, is like the tweener. What does that mean? I don't know. I, I I don't like that. I I get why they moved away from. This. I don't want gray Jedi. I don't want gray area. I want black and white. I want good and evil, and I want it to be very clear cut. Right. Um. And yeah, the the it doesn't sound like there's anything even remotely feeling like fan service in the script. Um. And we've talked about how we don't consider fan service to be a negative thing. It can be yeah. It be done in the the right way. It, it can be very uh, positive, but. I mean, if you think about Rise of Skywalker, you've got Palpatine back. You've got a battle on the Death Star. You've mm-hmm. got the redemption of Ben Solo. You've got this incredible arc with with Poe, and you've got this incredible arc with C-3PO. Yeah, and also the one thing that I noticed uh, is you have everyone together on a mission in Rise of Skywalker together rather than being split into Group A and Group B because I don't want people split in the last movie. I, I want to see them all together on screen, right. and I like seeing them together in Rise right. of Skywalker. Right, right. Yeah. Overall, I think, like... When the script leaked, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those release the whatever cut movements. But overall, I I don't think the reaction – it wasn't like people overwhelmingly were like, this is so much better. I think everyone kind of is like, this is – it is – It doesn't feel fully formed or finished. And it wasn't to to give credit. It it wasn't. To give credit, uh, it it was a first – it wasn't a, a final draft and mm-hmm. obviously yeah. it could have changed and probably did change uh, until they decided to move in a, a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously what we ended up getting was, was uh, totally completely different. And uh, the plot was, was quite different because there's nothing in this script that hints at Leia, uh, how she trained to be a Jedi and had visions of her son dying mm-hmm. and quit and then passing her lightsaber on to, 
uh, Ray and her returning to town, like all or of that. Ray's ability to heal with the force, right, which is right. really integral and beautiful on screen and some of the right. best moments in the movie. Right. Uh, and no voiceover from Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that in there. Bring balance to the force as I did Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I remember the balance? Yeah. Remember when I did that? That, that was ba- me. That balance. I also hate sand. That balance was pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, anyways, so yeah, so that's it. That's uh, that's uh, duel. Hey, duel of the fates. What does that have to do with the, this movie? I'm assuming they're talking well, about. Well, you're talking Kylo about and Ray. the fate of Ray and. Kylo, dual. Yeah. I didn't read anything about the Force Dyad. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Force Dyad. I like that they can talk to each other. I like, like, I fucking love all Rise of Skywalker. Give me that shit. Yeah. Give me it. Mm-hmm. Give me more. Yeah. And give me more good autographs. I'm not even going to show off that damn <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. anymore. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> How are we feeling? Good. We did a lot of podcasting tonight. Yeah, we did. We did a lot. We did a lot. It feels good. We did Patreon. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, I'm ready for nap. Ready for nap. Some stress. Yeah, Yeah, time. Getting dinner. Uh, Before we wrap up, anything else, uh, Jacob Walsh? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think here. I don't think we have anything coming up ever in our future that's going to be amazing. No, nothing. uh, No, nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing by time this releases, we're hearing rumblings of uh, maybe some more news about Ghostbusters. Maybe, maybe not, but hopefully we'll be hearing some stuff soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've yeah. got Toy Fair in about a month. We're going to be out yep. there. We are going to have all of the coverage. Make sure you stay tuned to Yes, Have Some on YouTube, yep. on Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, at YHS Podcast. We are going to be there. All of the new Ghostbusters figures are going to be revealed. Mm-hmm. There's new stuff from Hasbro, from uh, Star Wars and Power Rangers, plus obviously NECA and Funko and all these other great companies unveiling all their toys. Yeah, I am excited. It is underrated how excited I am. Yeah, so mm-hmm. am I. We're underrating how excited you are. I'll put it this way. Uh, okay. Abigail and myself yeah. listened to our second episode. Again. By the way, somebody's idea. I like this. Somebody's idea in group therapy was that we do a reaction episode to our first episode of Yes, Absolute Podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. Uh, uh, but we, we, I listened to our second episode from four years ago where we did our Toy Fair review, but we weren't there. It was just reviewing. Yeah. And I was, ex- you would have thought I was there. Yeah. I was so excited. But now we're going to be there. I'm thrilled. I can't wait. And uh, that's just going to kick off a really exciting year ahead. Yeah. So, yeah I remember recording that episode. It was really fun to go back and listen to it. It was fun to make it. And Toy Fair has always been a big part of our content. That was right when Bill Murray had thrown that fan's phone off the roof of yeah. that restaurant. Uh, <laughs> nice. It's a big time for Yes, Have Some that was Podcast. Good. That was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, to stay up to date with Yes, Have Some Podcast. Make sure you are subscribing right here on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. Smash the button. <laughs> on, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. 
Follow us on social media at YHS Podcast mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, the official Facebook group of Yes Have Some Podcast is Yes Have Some yes, Group have Therapy. Some. Abigail's going to tell you how to get there right now. Group therapy. Um, come join us. It's a great group. It is a safe, closed group. So uh, please ask to join. Search for Yes Have Some Podcast group therapy on Facebook. And either I myself. I like that you said it's safe. Yeah, it's a safe. Well, we uh, we monitor it. We delete stuff that's either offensive or unnecessary or a meme. That's not funny. Um, so we we monitor the content. And in general, it's just the type of conversations that we have here on the podcast. And the people that we have in that group are all very cool, top notch. Like, I'm proud to call them friends. And cool. you can become one of them. So join our group. There you go. Cool. Anything yeah. else? What are you holding? I was going to say thank you real quick because we were doing show and tell earlier. And I forgot to show this box off. It was from our friend, listener, and partner in crime. Boss. Boss. Hi, boss. boss. Jakey. Uh, sent us this really cool display case. Um, it's very exclusive. I think this was only going out That's to certain cool. stores from yeah. Dr. Pepper, Spider-Man. Yeah. So this is from home. last year. We did some work yeah, with some uh, Dr. Pepper for Spider-Man Far From Home and for yeah. their for their limited edition flavor, uh, blue. Dark Berry. Dark Berry. Did you forget it already? Dark Berry. <laughs> I know Dark Berry. We're going to get a call from our boss. I dream about Dark Berry. Dude, I'm dreaming in Dark Berry. There you go. Okay. Uh, very exciting. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, for Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, and for everybody at Yes Have Some Podcast, my name is Craig Goldberg. Jake, thank you again for this beautiful Slimer. Yeah, yeah. and for this beautiful snow globe. And uh, we will see everybody next week. We have some more fun stuff planned coming yeah. up. Stay tuned to our YouTube channel. We'll have a video coming soon of our adventures at Jake's Crib. Yeah, we got Jake's Toy Room review coming up. It's going to be good. All right. Bye, everybody. Yep. Bye. Bye, guys.